You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I say another episode because you probably listened to more than one, and if this is your first time here, welcome. My name is Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com here on the Trip Advice podcast. We call it How to Talk to Girls because basically a lot of these episodes have to do with talking to girls, and I know that that is a big pain point for men, but we go deeper than just talking to girls. We talk about getting into relationships. We talk about dating. We talk about sex. We talk about it all here in terms of you know what it means to be dating in, uh, in a heterosexual relationship. So yes, this is for the single straight men out there. A lot of people ask me, you know, Chip, why don't you work with women? Why don't you work with gay men or, or gay women? And it's not that I'm trying to leave them out, but I really have just only focused my whole life on helping single straight men. I'm not trying to leave people out. It's just that this is the information that I know. I mean, I think I have some good advice for women and I would even have some advice for a gay man or gay women, but this is kind of the specialty here. And I only want to share information that I know is going to you know, be super useful and something that I've been really focusing on for a long time, which again is advice for heterosexual men. Anyway, moving forward here. Welcome. This is your first time. Basically what we're doing here is we're helping you with some practical information. And for today's episode, we are discussing the three types of women to avoid dating. And I bring this up because there was a series that I just finished. It was the Get a Girlfriend series. You can check it out here on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher. I think we're on SoundCloud now as well. And, you know, I figure what a nice way to kind of transition a little bit from that into talking a little bit about what are some women that you shouldn't be meeting. And I I do touch upon this. I do touch upon this in the Get a Girlfriend series, but I kind of wanted to make it its its own episode and, and dive a little bit deeper here. And I have a short list here of the three women I think that you should avoid dating. And they're going to be women that you're going to know to avoid because you're going to be asking questions and learning about them when you are going on dates. So that's how this is going to work. So we're going to be going over those in just a minute. A lot of people, they inquire and say, you know, Trip, do you help us out? Do you do any sort of coaching? And the answer is, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And spots open up pretty much every other week or so. So if you're interested in receiving coaching from me, and you might be like, well, Trip, what's what's coaching? Coaching is where you and I get either together in person or we get together on a phone call and we do weekly calls or we do meetups in person, where we go over and dissect your dating life and help you get more women into your life. So you can have an active dating lifestyle. So you can be dating beautiful women. You can have women that are sexually attracted to you. You can have a girlfriend. That's what you're looking for. So whatever it is you want out of your dating life, I can help you do that. Even if you're afraid of rejection, even if you're afraid to talk to women, even if you're anywhere from 18 years old to 65 years old, I can help you. So as long as you're 18, I want you to check out the application and you can see if it's a good fit for you so far. Go to coachedbytrip.com where you can learn more about coaching 
And then if you fill out an application, and I believe that you are someone I can help because you filled out the application to a, a nice degree, well, I will reach out to you. I will literally email you myself, or I will text message you, and we will set up a time to talk to see if coaching is a good fit. So go to coachedbytrip.com if you're interested in learning more about coaching to see how it can help you. So let's get into it. Three women that men should avoid dating or marrying. Okay, so I don't want you doing anything with these women if it's looking like a relationship. If you're looking for something casual, that's probably fine, but I might even stay away from that. And I'll tell you why, because... A lot of guys, they'll start a casual relationship with a woman, meaning it's just sex-based, but then they end up falling for the girl, okay? People do this, right? You spend enough time with someone, you can end up falling for them, and then your kind of reptilian brain or irrational part of your brain is going to have this girl stick around because you start to like her, and you're going to start to overlook some of the things that are really important that you shouldn't be overlooking, and I don't want you to be overlooking that stuff. Okay, I want you to be focused on what's important here if you're looking for someone that is going to be quality in your life. Okay, that's really the most important here. And why? Why should you be looking for someone that's quality in your life? Well, relationships really take up a lot of your mental energy, a lot of your time. Why? Because when you're in a relationship, you're constantly, consistently communicating with this person. And if you're going to marry the person, you're going to be sharing a life with them. So they really do become your other half. They are really a big part of your life. And if they suck, (laughs) really that's the best way I can put it, if they suck, then it's going to make your life terrible. It will. It can be very bad, bad on your life, and it can cause depression. For some men, not to sound too extreme here, it can cause suicide because you're dealing with someone who's making you feel terrible all the time. It can get really bad or it can lead to a divorce, which obviously I'd hope that you wouldn't want. Okay, so I'm trying to scare you here. You don't want to make picking a partner a light decision. It should be an important decision because it can have a big effect on you. I wish someone told me this when I was younger because I did get into a few relationships where it wasn't a good match and it really wasn't good for my overall mental health. It wasn't good for me. So I had to end those relationships and ending relationships are hard. So I don't want you to make that same mistake. All right, let's get into it. Three women you should avoid. Here's the first one. And by the way, you're going to agree with these. I don't. I just can't see why you wouldn't agree with this. And they're going to sound kind of obvious, but they're ones that I don't think a lot of guys really pay attention to. All right, number one, in no particular order, an avid drug user. And I'm going to say alcohol in there as well, right? Someone who can't control their drinking. Maybe they binge drink and get so drunk that they make a fool of themselves. Maybe there's someone who you know drinks to put away the stress. Maybe it's someone who smokes a lot of weed. Maybe it's someone who actually does hardcore drugs consistently, right? Not just like once a year at a party, but really does a lot of, I don't know, molly or cocaine or things like that. These are things you should look out for. Someone who is an avid drug user Someone who could be an addict or maybe someone who's on their way to being an addict is going to have a lot of problems and you will be the one who's going to be in these problems and you might be the one who is taking care of this person and you're going to be the one who is not going to be able to receive the love and care that you would want in a relationship because they're not going to really be there. 
they're going to be doing the drugs and the alcohol. Again, there's kind of like all different levels here, right? Someone who's an actual addict that's doing it all the time, which I would hope that that would just be the biggest red flag for you ever, someone who's addicted to drugs. But even someone who does, like I said, binge drink or gets is a really bad drunk, a really loud, obnoxious drunk who starts fights with you, who's rude to you, who's mean to you. Someone who, you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there who smoke weed and I really have nothing against weed, but I just can't see it being good for you if you're with a woman who is smoking weed, I mean, on a consistent basis. Okay, she smokes weed on the weekend, no big deal. If it doesn't affect her life, I don't see it being a big deal. If that's all she does and it doesn't lead to more. But someone who's smoking pot every day, that just can't be good for you, okay? It just can't be good for you if you're just getting high every single day, you know? And also, it makes me feel like if you have to smoke weed every single day, even if you say that you just, oh, you don't have to, but you like it, you must be avoiding something or you're just using it to relax when I just believe that there's healthier ways to do that. That's just my opinion, okay? Well, then again, a lot of these things are my opinion on the podcast. Actually, that's not true. There's some, not just some, but quite a bit of scientific backup to the things I say in terms of attraction and sexual attraction. But here it's more of an opinion piece. And I'm just giving you my thoughts on it. Of course, you do whatever you want, but I definitely know this not just from thinking of things to come up with and talk about to you, but these are things that I know I have either personal experience with, or I know clients who have experience with this, coaching clients, or I even have friends who have gone into bad relationships or marriages with people who we're going to be talking about basically here on this episode, right? And one of them is someone who's drinking a lot or doing a lot of drugs. And be honest with yourself, you know, are they doing a lot of this? Are they not, you know, I don't want you to be too strict, you know, they have a drink a couple times a week. I don't think that's a big deal, but how often they do? are they doing it? Is it affecting their life? You know, be realistic here on how it's really having an effect because it will be really complicated for your life if that's something that they're using to cope with. If they're using to cope with stress by using drugs or alcohol, it's going to affect you somewhere down the line because that's their way of escaping instead of dealing with issues, which is the mature way to do it. So you want someone who's going to be dealing with issues in a mature way, facing them head on and not avoiding it with drugs or alcohol. All right. I think I've said my piece there. Let's go to number two. Girls who have zero social life. Okay. Red flag. Red flag. A girl who has no friends and no social life, that's going to be a problem. Okay, so let me describe who this person is so you understand. This is a person who basically has no friends or they have friends, but they never really see those friends. So what happens? Well, first of all, I wonder why that is. There's something interesting there. There's something interesting there about someone who's who's doing that, right? We all need a social life. It's healthy for us to be social. We are social creatures. We are mammals. Mammals socialize. They live in communities. Right, So if you find a girl who has no social life, that could be a burden on you. How can that be a burden on you? Well, she's going to be relying on you to spend time with. And what could happen is she can become so reliable on you that it becomes a problem in the relationship, Right, that she always wants to spend time with you and she doesn't have someone outside, so she could end up being very needy, potentially. Again, this is not... 100% this is potential. It just happens to be a pattern. You know, a girl doesn't have other friends. 
Well, they're going to be looking to you. So there's something off there. There's just something off there. You know, there's something off about a girl who just doesn't have any friends, is only relying on you, and that's just not healthy. Okay, that's not going to be healthy for the relationship either. If you guys are spending so much time together, it causes more fights, causes you guys to get sick of each other. You want a little bit of distance. That's very healthy. Distance is healthy in a relationship. And a lot of that distance can be created by having your own life, especially a social life, right? So because, and think about what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about a lot of, like so far, a lot of mentally healthy things, right? It's, it's obviously mentally healthy to not be doing a lot of drugs or drinking a lot of alcohol, right? You're going to be in a better place mentally. Same if you have a social life. If you have a social life, you're going to be happier and you're not going to be relying on just your partner and you're going to have a more well-balanced life. It's going to be better for you to do that, right? That's good for us. So if a woman doesn't have that, that says something about her. Is she depressed? Is there a reason why she doesn't like people? Is she hard to get along with? So if you're finding that when you first start dating someone that she doesn't really have a lot of friends, and by the way, you can just ask her, you can just say, hey, so what are your friends like? That's a good question to ask on a first date, second date, third date. So she'll tell you about her friend's circle. And you can even say like, oh, cool. So how often do you hang out with your friends? It's also a normal question to ask and she'll tell you. Now she could be lying, so you don't know for sure. But if you start dating her, seriously, you'll kind of see and that should be something that you pay attention to, okay? So that's the way you're going to kind of find out. But yeah, it's not going to be good if she's just hanging on you and always waiting on you and being very needy because then she might take you away from your friends and that's going to be bad for your emotional state because you need to be someone who is hanging out with people, having a good time, taking a break from your relationship. Like I said, you spend too much time in the relationship. It could be unhealthy. Also, if you spend too much time alone, it could be unhealthy, right? to put yourself in a place where you are completely isolated from society. So maybe this girl is isolating herself. So it's not even that she's trying to hang out with you a lot, but she's just isolating herself. That's also not good for her. It says something about her. So be careful here with girls who have no social life. All right, let's go to number three. Girls who don't have their psychological issues handled. Okay, so what does that mean? That means that women who have issues with their mom or their dad. Now, here's the thing. I'm not trying to put down people who have psychological issues. We all have something from our childhood that maybe messed us up a little bit or caused us to be who we are today. Maybe issues with their mom, with dad. And that's normal. And a lot of people have these issues. So I'm not saying, you know, run for the hills if she has issues here with her parents but what I'm saying is if she's not either seeking help or therapy or it was in therapy to fix some of these bigger issues that she may have with her family, it could cause a lot of issues for you in the relationship. Okay, Maybe you've heard of something called daddy issues before. This is where a girl has a negative relationship or had bad experiences with her father growing up, which could have psychologically damaged her because when we are growing up from zero to 18, we are creating all the different you know, connections in our neurons in our brain. And so if we have that bad relationship with our parents, what happens is that could teach us to have problems in our future relationships because we learn about relationships through the experiences that we have with our parents. So if she has a negative relationship with her dad, it could come out in the relationship. 
Okay. If you want to seek more information about this, just type in daddy issues or issues with father or girl issues with father in Google, and you can learn more about it. I'm not going to go too deep into it because to be honest with you, I don't know everything about it either. And that could be probably a whole book written on that stuff. But I do know that I did date a girl once who had some issues with growing up and with her dad. And it came out in the relationship. You know, a lot of her being very sensitive to me doing anything, a lot of jealousy issues, a lot of her not being able to communicate with me clearly on the things that she had issues with, a lot of irrational fears, you know, scared of me potentially abandoning her and so then getting in fights with me all the time. And I've heard this a ton from other people. This happens all the time as guys get into relationships with women who have these issues with their dad that are not resolved or they're currently working on resolving. And that causes a huge problem in the relationship. Some girls even have mental illnesses that have stemmed from her poor relationship with her parents, like borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, depression, anxiety, things like that. Now, this might be a little bit tougher to diagnose. You know, She might not even know that she has these issues, but you can always ask her on a, even a first date, second date, third date, like, you know, what are what is her relationship with her parents like? Does she talk to you know, keep it light? Like, does she talk to them a lot? Does she not? Then you'll get an idea if her parents are in the picture. By the way, be careful just because her parents are, you know, in the picture. And be, if they're still married, that doesn't mean necessarily that she had a great childhood growing up. But look out for these things. But you really look out for if she starts fights with you or gets upset with you or angry at you or has some sort of any kind of breakdown or upset about something that doesn't feel rational to you. That is a big sign that she has some sort of issues with her parents growing up and she doesn't really know how to have a secure uh, relationship, okay? And that's another thing you can look into if you like is, is secure attachments, right? So we learn how to attach to people from growing up. Like I said, we, we learn all these things from when we were growing up, these psychological things. And there is different forms of attachment of how we attach to people. There's anxious attachment, there is secure attachment, and there is avoidant attachment. I believe it's called avoidant, meaning you have an avoidant personality, meaning that you tend to kind of avoid relationships or when you get in one, you kind of keep distance. Where secure, like I said earlier, is one where you know you feel secure in a relationship and you don't have any kind of, you know, intense jealousy issues or problems. And then the anxious attachment, which is you're always anxious that the person's going to abandon you. Okay. So those are the three different types of attachment styles that come from how you were raised. You can look into that more. There's a good book called Attached. Let me see who that was written by again. I believe it is Dr. Amir Levine. Okay. So you can check out that book too. I know I just threw a lot at you here. I know that there's a lot that you can kind of look up and read and and I just want you to kind of read that stuff instead of me giving you this, you know, more intense jargon on a podcast because, you know, I'm really not that qualified to talk too much about psychological issues. I'm not a psychologist, but I I do read and what I read I kind of give to you and then if you want to learn more about that, you can do that. So you can check out like I said attached, you can check out looking up issues with parents or daddy issues online to learn more about that. But I just want to kind of be the messenger here, right? Is look out for these things. Because like I said, they can cause issues in the relationship. So be very wary as you're going on these dates and ask these questions to find out more about who this person is. 
So if you need help navigating this, if you feel you're dating someone that might have these issues or you're scared that you might date someone with these issues or you're doing a lot of dating right now and you're meeting a lot of girls and you're just going to need someone to talk to to kind of go over this stuff, I can help you out. You know, I can help you out through the coaching process. That's still something I definitely do through coaching. I don't just help you meet women, but also navigate how to find the right woman for you. That's what we do here at TripAdvice, not just attract a woman, but keep her and find the right one. So go to coachedbytrip.com to apply if you need more help with this. But here is a good start for you in order to you know do this on your own. If you end up going on dates and meeting a girl and and you're you know really wanting to take it to a serious level. These are some good questions to ask and things to be discussing with a girl to find out if she's going to be quality. Okay. I'm going to recommend one more book to you. Okay. It's called The Tactical Guide to Women. And this is an amazing book, Tactical Guide to Women. And this is by Sean T. Smith. And this is really all about how to find a woman who's going to be a good match for you, someone who's emotionally healthy and mature. Okay. So I want you to check that out. Also, a lot of book recommendations I know, but if you're really into finding a good partner, I highly recommend it. Some of my information today did also come from that from that book. So it's really good to find someone who's awesome and that book shows you how to do it. One day I'm going to hopefully have him on the podcast. I'm trying to do that right now. But for now, hopefully you can take these tips and run with them. I hope this helps. It's a good episode today. Next week, We'll talk about something different, maybe a move away from the relationship since we've been doing this for a few months now. Talk to you guys in terms of maybe some more attraction tips, some new things. So we'll get into it. Either way, thank you so much for listening. Of course, don't forget, coachbytrip.com is the place to go if you want to get coached by me. For now, take care. Take care.